Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. There are specific criteria that should be used when discerning prophetic declarations. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. I want to tackle a subject today I think that is very important in light of a lot of things that are going on. I've had a lot of calls and inquiries over the last couple months about prophetic words and what did I think about certain prophetic words. I want to give you just kind of a, a few, four or five basic kind of parameters to help you discern uh, a prophetic word and the ultimate intention of a pro- prophetic word. And I'm just going to use Isaiah as a template since it is a prophetic word. And, uh, you know, God is the same. He doesn't change. So the principles uh, we can very much learn from. So number one, does it reveal God's character? When the prophetic word comes, does it show the true heart and character of God? Not just an action, not just like something supernatural, not something that's interesting or tickles the ears or is amazing. Could be all those things. But does it reveal the character of God? For instance, In the first chapter of Isaiah, in verse 15, he says, So when you spread out your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you. Yes, even though you multiply prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are covered with blood. So God talks about the innocence and injustice here. He's talking about why he's bringing uh, judgment, and he's dealing with them. Then in verse 17, uh, he reveals his character. Learn to do good, seek justice, reprove the ruthless, defend the orphan, plead for the widow. It's it's like music. Uh, You know, how do you judge good music, good worship? Does it reveal the character of God? Not does it talk about me, but does it reveal the character of God? So that's number one. Does it exalt God? Do you learn something about the nature and character of God? Does it affirm the God of the scriptures? Okay, number one. Number two, is the church central in the prophetic word? When you read these prophetic words, yes, God deals with the nations, but it's all centered around Israel, his family. And so now we live in the time where the church is the focus of what God is doing in the earth. I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And one of the trends I've noticed, by the way, in a lot of these prophetic words is God saying he's going to judge the nation because of our political system. Now, our political system definitely needs some work and adjustment. Uh, You could even say it needs judged. But I can tell you right now, I'll dismiss a prophetic word because God is trying to clean up the church. He wants to sharpen the church, okay? And that is the center of what he's going to do. So any prophetic word that is talking about judgment, that is talking about recompense, that is talking about God evening the scale, so to speak, uh, the church would be the center of it. Just like I just read here in verse 17 of Isaiah, learn to do good, seek justice, reprove the ruthless, take care of the widow. Okay, these are claims God would have against the church as well, if that were the case. And maybe it is the case and maybe it isn't. Maybe it is in some places and not so much in other places. Okay, so is the church the center part of it? Not just a person, uh, not just some movement, but is it the church? Number three is, is it redemptive? In other words, 
Is it clear what the purpose of the judgment is that God is not just angry, uh, which he's entitled to be, and God does get angry, and we need to understand that. And I think we could even say that God is angry with some things. Uh, but in Isaiah, let's again use Isaiah, look at 12.1. Then you will say in that day, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, for although you were angry with me, your anger is turned away. In other words, when they understood the judgment, what it was, okay? You know, in Daniel 9, when Daniel was reading the book of Jeremiah, and he realizes the 70 years of captivity are, are about to come to an end. He understands his role of repentance, that why God... Uh, judge them was to clean up their act. Then if you look at Isaiah in the 19th chapter, and and literally you could do this in every chapter of Isaiah, every chapter of Jeremiah, they're very easy to see that there's a pattern. Uh, It says in 22, or 19.22, the Lord will strike Egypt, striking, striking but healing. So they will return to the Lord and he will respond to them and will heal them. So he'll strike and they'll heal. They'll feel his pressure. They'll feel his discipline, but it's so that he'll heal them. So where is the redemption in the prophetic word? When God, when people say that things are going to happen or bad things are going to happen? Yes. And what is the desired effect and what is the desired response that God has? It should be redempted. Uh, Another thing we could add, I guess we'd call this number four, is an understanding that it's God that has the final word. If you look at Isaiah 10, let's look look at a couple verses here. Look at Isaiah 10, verse 5. Woe to Assyria, the rod of my anger, and the staff in whose hand is my indignation. You know, Assyria was being used by God to punish Israel, but God says, you know what? Woe to Assyria, the rod of my anger. In other words, just because they have a free season where they're not being judged, I am going to have the final word. I am going to deal with this. I am going to make things right. I'm going to judge them. There are people right now that think that delayed judgment means no judgment. And friends, that's just certainly not the case at all. Uh, in Isaiah 14, now this is the passage, you know, Isaiah 14 is one of those famous passages about the king of Babylon, and then also that's a double law of reference there about Satan, you know, being cast down from uh, heaven. And and so in, in 1425, as you near the end of that chapter, he says, I will break Assyria in my land and I will trample him on my mountains. Then his yoke will be removed from them and his burden from their shoulder. And verse 26 says, This is the plan devised against the whole earth, and this is the hand that is stretched out against all the nations. For the Lord of hosts has planned it, and who can frustrate it? And as for his outstretched hand, who can turn it back? So, you know, there is real prophetic judgment, and it really is out there. I'm not saying that it's not out there, but there should be, the church should be the center of it. It should be redemptive, and there should be an understanding that God is going to have the final word. We just got to grab that and understand that, okay? I know there was a prophetic word going around, and you know it was sent to me by several people, and I listened to it several times, And somebody said, what do you think? I said, well, I think it's lacking some of these things. I said, but I'll also tell you this. The fellow 
in the prophetic word, said he was reading 40 newspapers a day. Now, I'm not against being up on the news. I don't know how much time it would take to read 40 newspapers a day. I think it would take most of the day. And I, I don't know how clearly you could hear from God if you were hearing from 40 newspapers a day. I think that would pollute your spirit. That's just my summation. That's just my opinion on that, okay? Uh, but again, the word needs to be predominant. So those are some ideas, some things to think about when you're hearing prophetic words. And I think we should judge prophetic words. And there are some people that have put themselves out there with dates and times and places, and they need to be called to account. And I trust that they will. Uh, you know, just on another note, uh, the whole issue, you know, we have an election coming up here. And uh, one of the ways you avoid God's judgment is that you do everything you can to make things as right as you can, even the little things, even when we take responsibility, even when we have flawed candidates. So I want to encourage you to vote. I want to encourage you to register to vote right now. If you've been putting it off, get on it right now. Uh, Talk to the leadership in your church. Every church needs to have a voter registration. You have many people in your church that are not registered to vote. And so you need to have a voter registration, and that will communicate the seriousness of the hour to do that. And so that's one of the stewardships we get to have as we follow the Lord. So take this to heart. Seek these things out. Uh, read some of the prophetic uh, books of the Bible and uh, see the patterns that you'll just see rotate through the scriptures over and over again. Let me just give you those four things again. Does it reveal the character of God? Is the church central to the prophetic word? Is it redemptive? And does it exalt the fact that God will have the final word? Hey, this is Keith Tusi. Great to be with you today for Leadership in Context. Today, Keith had a discussion on discerning prophetic declarations and the criteria we should use. Does it reveal God's character? Is the church central? Is it redemptive? Does it exalt that God has the final word? Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at innerpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at innerpastors. See you next week.